Hi, I'm Alexander Margulis, and you're listening to Tower Shorts, specifically the miniseries Acapella Accounts, where we give you a deep dive into the strange four-pronged ecosystem of acapella groups here at Princeton High School. Today, episode one, we spend some time with Around 8, PHS's only gender-inclusive acapella group, and ask the age-old question. Who thought it would be a good idea to replace all of the instruments in your favorite pop songs with a bunch of choir kids? There are four acapella groups at PHS. Two of them, Around 8, again, singers of all genders, and The Cat's Meow, a group comprised of non-male identifying members, are quote-unquote choir-affiliated, which means that in order to join them, potential singers must be a part of the PHS choir, which, you know, has its own auditioning process. The other two acapella groups are not choir-affiliated, but, I mean, they do sometimes sing at the choir concerts, and you can be in them and be part of the choir at the same time. You have Cloud9, another non-male identifying group, and the colorfully named Testosterones, which is a non-female identifying group. The crisscrossing nature of these clubs means that during audition season, students often try out for two or three of them at once. Still, despite the overlap, each group has developed its own personality. I mean, they all sing a cappella music, so there's not a ton of room for differentiation, but over the next few weeks, I hope you'll come to understand each of them just a bit better. Again, we're starting with Around Eight. At this point, I do have a confession to make. I've sung in Around Eight since 2020. I'm the group's general manager this year, in fact, but I thought that I'd take the opportunity to invite you into one of our rehearsals. Although no one can really be sure what the first collegiate a cappella group was, the title is often awarded to the RPI Glee Club of Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, which was founded in 1873. Of course, there were choirs out there before 1873 that sang without music, but the literal definition of a cappella, which is often mistaken as without accompaniment, but is actually an Italian phrase that translates roughly to in the church style, a reference to the aforementioned choirs, doesn't really encapsulate what most American high school or collegiate a cappella groups have come to represent. Indeed, Around Date's repertoire is full of pop songs by artists ranging from Adele to Bruno Mars to Drake, thumping bass lines translated into dim da's, soaring trumpet hooks twisted into baradas. I have a deep love for my a cappella group, but I do not suffer under the delusion that we are, quote, in the church style. The RPI Glee Club is not still active today, but plenty entries in the flurry of collegiate a cappella groups that arose in the mid-1900s are, including the Columbia Kingsmen, the Harvard Crocodillos, the Brown University Jabberwocks, and of course, the Princeton Nassoons. In this context, around date's slightly inexplicable name, our group contains 13 members this year and no particular affinity for the number 8, seems tame. The group itself, though, is a delightfully idiosyncratic collection of sophomores, juniors, and seniors, almost all of whom gathered at 6 p.m. on Sunday, September 17th, to rehearse. This rehearsal is nothing special, of course. We meet twice a week, for two hours on Monday in the choir room, and for three hours on Sunday at one of our members' houses. On the 17th, we're at the house of Rika Elicus Lipsitz, a junior who sings in the alto section. 
We were situated in some sort of exercise room. A set of adjustable dumbbells in the corner that everybody kept fiddling with, a strange foam padded contraption next to the couch that seemed to have something to do with your triceps, a huge metal bowl of popcorn sitting on top of a wooden crate that was originally meant for box jumps. After running us through some warm-ups, Elliot Becker-Peeler, a senior at PHS and the music director of Around 8, sent us off. Let's start with pink and white. Okay. Sections? Sure, just a short sectional to get it in your head. Uh, a sectional is like when we all split up into different voice parts and learn the voice part. That was Phineas Collins, a junior. Anyway, Elliot is... Very good, I would say, at his job. He's a bass who sports a pair of bronze-colored Pantos glasses and an unconditional smile. He's been in Around 8 for two years, but it might as well be 10. Yeah, it's a really, really fantastic experience um, being able to make music cooperatively and not necessarily, you know, having to look to a professional and, and, and defer all those decisions, right? That we get to just kind of come up, put forth our arrangements, sing it, and then have people love it. it. It really builds confidence, I think, as performers and just as musicians, that uh, we can do so much for ourselves. By the way, everyone else can keep talking. There's been totally background hubbub on the microphone. Just do a little... As each section became more and more confident with their own part, the entire group began to come back together into the middle of the rehearsal space, piecing the song together, feeling it out, singing. Again, we were singing Pink and White by Frank Ocean, a song Elliot had arranged over the summer. Admittedly, he had to guide us through some of it, but we were, we were getting it. And then you have, we have two bars of the next, and then we'll all cut off. And then the solo has the little... And that's tenors too. Singers occasionally grabbed handfuls of popcorn or shot each other thumbs up. At one point, we all went over to Rika's dining room to have chili. It was our third rehearsal of the year, but already we were sinking into a rhythm. I'd like to editorialize a little and call it a sort of acceptance, an agreement to let the strange, theater kid-like urge to sing together for three hours take control of our lives for a little bit. Here's Conrad Hedges, a sophomore who's part of Around 8's tenor section. I've learned a lot in the past three hours of being part of Around 8, um, and I would like to say that I believe that our a cappella group functions unlike any other a cappella group I've ever known, um, but we are very productive, yet very chill, and very accepting and welcoming, and we have a good time, and I think, honestly, like, we just kind of, like, like each other, and we also sound really good. Yo, everyone that's Rooney to stop shutting up. You guys can talk, I swear. I don't want to be this distracted. By the time 9 o'clock rolled around, the music had been learned, the vocal riffs riffed, the chili eaten. We sat in a loose semicircle, lights dimmed, YouTube videos of karaoke backing tracks thrown up on the wall. I know, I know, acapella groups singing karaoke. Sacrilege. On the bright side, we never promised to be in the church style. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, this week I don't really have an answer about why acapella groups exist or when they came to PHS, but I'm glad they did. Next episode, we'll take a look at the Cat's Meow, PHS's first acapella group, and see where the answers to some of those questions lie. Again, you're listening to Multimedia, a section of PHS's student newspaper, The Tower. I'm Alex, and I'll see you next time.